Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Just Church Won't Cut It with the Josiahs. This is episode 23, and this topic for this evening is going to be fire power. So, <laughs> the, funny, the funny thing is, as the Lord was sharing this and, and showing me this fire piece, is if you've ever played Super Mario Brothers on Nintendo, then you've had Mario and you've had the firepower. Um, and when you have the fire, like you would just throw the fireballs, right? You're like unstoppable and you can throw the fire. Um, and so I just saw that this morning. It was, it was kind of funny, but that's essentially the fire, the Holy Ghost, and the power that we have in us is like that. Um, and so this conversation today is going to be about the different aspects of firepower um, through the Holy Ghost through, throughout the Bible um, that have been shown, have been written about, uh, that have been exercised, and then about how the Lord is, he himself is a consuming fire. So we're just going to have a conversation about the different dynamics of that. So for starters, there's a, a mass deception that um, intentionally focuses on one aspect of Jesus. And that aspect is often like he's painted as, and he's, he is many things, but he's often painted as the one of love and like peaches and cream and roses and bubbly feelings and just so much soft, good feeling things. And he is all of that, um, but he's much more than that, right? So he, we know that he is a God of love, and we know that he is an example of the greatest love, right? So we look at John 3, 16, uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only begotten son, um, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. So that alone is the greatest gift, an example of love. So, and we know that his sacrifice that's, is that's it, you know, and, and doing that for us, that's the, the greatest example. So there's no doubt about who he is in that aspect, but he is also fire, 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 fire. Um, that fire part is convicting. It brings repentance. It causes transformation. But that part isn't the most popular piece that's taught about Jesus. Why not? Well, because it makes people feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. It doesn't bring in money like it's supposed to do the offerings and tithe. It'll, it scare people away. Okay. And, you know, and that pastor, that bishop, or that preacher don't want to lose their finance. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that's not the, that's not a part about Jesus that is going to fill the pews and, and line those pockets up. Um, and it, it just doesn't make people feel good um, to hear about that aspect of Jesus. They want the, the feel good part about Jesus. Oh, the, the blessings. And, and, and he does bless. and He, he loves. He blesses. He heals. He, there's much that he does do. But it is extremely dangerous. Dangerous to only have understanding of one aspect of who he is or to have an unbalanced understanding 
of who God is. Okay? So that is the basis of what our conversation is gonna, gonna be about tonight. So for one, excuse me. So for one, we know that he is he is fire. He is a consuming fire. And there are many scriptures that that talk about him and being a consuming fire. Um, and how that's just who he is. So we'll start with, with Luke chapter 12, 49 through 52. Ooh, ooh, you just touched my heart with that touched one. It. That's the one I'm, I'm looking at right now. Like, I want to jump on that. Jump. Go ahead, boo. No, go no, ahead. you get it. I'm with you, boo. Go ahead. All right. Well, Luke chapter 12, 49 through 53. All right. It says, I've come to start a fire on this earth. How I wish it were blazing right now. I've come to change everything, turn everything right side up. How long, how I long for it to be finished. Do you think I came to smooth things over and make everything nice? Not so. I've come to disrupt and confront. From now on, when you find five in a house, it will be three against two, and two against three, father against son, and son against father, mother against daughter, and daughter against mother, mother-in-law against bride, and bride against mother-in-law. And so that's the message version, right? So it doesn't get any more plain and simple than that. That's clear as day that, that what he, it's, it's about what he came what he came to do. And he says, come set the world on fire. I've come to start a fire on this earth. Right? That doesn't, does that sound like somebody that just came to just shake hands and kiss babies? That doesn't sound like it. It sounds like somebody who's, <laughs> who's upset, who's not happy with what he's coming to. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. So, do you think I come to bring peace on earth? No, that's not it. Mm-mm. That is not it. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So, for me, when I hear this, ah, uh, man, it's Claire's day. It's Claire's day. So, we know the God that the God of the Bible is the God of love. But we know he has so many attributes mm-hmm. to him, so many facets, so many facets of him to him that can be put can all be put into words. Mm-hmm. But the parts of him that he allowed us to know, get to know about him, you know, the most favor, favorable part that usually people talk about is the nicest side of him, him being a God of love. You know, and to the point that when you start descri- describing God, anything that a God of love to people, to the world, it's like a problem mm-hmm. because they've been complicit, been made comfortable where they've been in their sins and in their condition. They've been made comfortable, made a show that, hey, the Lord loves you just as you are. Mm-hmm. You know, he's mm-hmm. he loves you so much that he's not going to send you to help. 
He loves you so much that he's not going to judge you. He loves you so much that he doesn't hit your sin. Like, he over he overlooks your sin because he loves you so much. Well, oh, grace abusers. Oh, grace will, you know, grace got you. Grace got you. You don't have to change anything. You don't have to repent. You don't have to turn your heart to him. You don't have to be sorry for your sin. You can be where you are and God loves you. And we have churches like that preaching that. The new age movement, the new age churches. Yeah, he will love you. He he loves you. <laughs> now he loves God loves the God loves people, human beings so much so that he wanted he shared himself with human beings because he wanted to have that fellowship with human beings on this earth. But then human being, we of course disobeyed God and got ourselves in this mess that we're in. Um, and God is not too happy about that. He's not happy about that. And he has strict laws and strict information to tell us, hey, this is what I'm against. And this is, you know, I'm a God of love. You know me as the God of love, love, but you also should know me as the God of wrath, the God of wrath and judgment, the God of righteousness and holiness, the God of Oh, the God of holiness, period. Yeah. You know, and he won't take it, the Lord won't take it any other way, but holiness and righteousness. And anything that is not holy or righteous cannot exist in his presence. It has to be devoured. It has to, it has to be destroyed. So, and, and you know what? Oh, go ahead. You better say yeah, so, 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 so now, so when we, when we read, when we uh, here, this Luke 12, 49, 53, uh, we hear God, Christ talking about how he's coming to divide, to divide the world, the world. Anything that you talk, you think is close, now he's coming to separate it. Anything that, that, that you think is together right now, he's coming to create space between it. He's coming to create, to devour it. So if it's, if it's father, he's going to turn father against the son. Not to not for the wrong reason, but if a father or a son can't both serve God as one, if let's say the father decides to serve God and the son doesn't, there's going to be a division. It's going to be a division. Mm -hmm. If the son decides decide to serve God and the father doesn't, he's going. It's going to be a division. Same thing with the mother, daughter, daughter, mother, the mother-in-law. The bride, the same thing. So the separation of spirit. Yeah, that's the best answer. That's the best explanation right there. Separation of spirit. The separation spirit of, of Christ and the spirit of Satan. Exactly. The spirit you know, of Christ that, and the spirit of this world. And it won't be able to coexist. It, right. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's, and that's how he how he's designed it. <laughs> that's that's who he is. Absolutely. And uh, and and whether whether you like it or not, whether you know or not, whether you accept it or not, it is. It is. It is done. It is them where the spirit of Christ is separated from the spirit of the world. We are marked by the spirit of Christ in this world. We're ambassadors passing through. So for those who have given their life over to Christ and given their life over to God and embody his spirit, we have been separated from the world. So the world hates Christ, hates the things of God. And the world isn't going to promote things that's going to cause human beings to change 
and repent and 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 and, and question their hearts and transform uh, uh made decisions to 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 give their life to God. The world isn't gonna teach any doctrine that's gonna convict people to bring them to a place where they say, you know what, I need God. The world's only gonna teach the loop down, water down mm-hmm. messages that has no effect on people mm-hmm. giving their life over to God. Mm-hmm. So this is why he's coming he's coming back as a consuming he's coming back as a fire. Coming back with fire to devour. And you know what? The the NLT version, verse 52, it says, it says, from now on, families will be split apart. Three in favor of me and two against. Or two in favor of and two in favor and three against. So Yeah. Yes. So the division, the division the division has happened. So whether we know whether you know or not, and you wonder why. The world that we live in now, it is divided where you have the world that's going one way and you have the spirit of Christ going another way. You have the world that listens to everything the world has to say, listens to everything the government has to say, listens to everything the presidents have to say, listens to everything the universe has to say, everything the stars and the moons have to say, but won't Listen to anything that God has to say. You won't listen to anything that the Bible has to say. So you have a world that has chosen everything except God, except holiness, except his word, except his, his righteousness. You have a world that we're living in that has chosen sin yeah. over Satan's world. righteousness. Mm-hmm. So now we are faced with disasters on the earth, disaster. Everywhere you turn, everything is upside down. What was right is wrong. What is wrong now is right. And it's being promoted. And now you're being censored for speaking biblical truth. Mm-hmm. So the division has happened. It's happened, for sure. And so to, to, to piggyback off of that part, right? Um, if you look at Hebrews 10, 26 through 29. Um, this is really, (laughs) we can't just, yeah, we know we, you know, we'll all fall short. We'll all, you know, sin, but we know we're supposed to repent and move forward. Right. Um, but when we knowingly, when we know some stuff and we know right from wrong and that we continue to be in that place that we continue to just do that and, and defy what the Lord has said, um, that's a whole nother story. Um, and so I'm just going to read this. It says, dear friends, if we deliberately continue sinning after we have received knowledge of the truth, there is no longer any sacrifice that will cover these sins. There is only the terrible expectation of God's judgment and the raging fire that will consume his enemies. For anyone who refused to obey the law of Moses was put to death without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. Just think how much worse the punishment will be for those who have trampled on the Son of God and have treated the blood of the covenant, which made us holy as if it were common and unholy and have insulted and disdained the Holy Spirit who brings God's mercy to us. Yeah. So this world's in trouble because... Think about how this world ridiculed Christ and 
mock Christ and hate Christ and every religion band together to hate on Christ and everywhere there's Christ, everywhere there's, there's the Bible, there's... Or act like holiness is bad. Act like holiness is bad. You know, this world is in trouble because this is exactly what, what Christ is talking about in here. Every person, and, and the world cannot lie to say that they don't know the truth. They do know the truth. Because the Bible says it. Said that the, the leaders of the world, they know the truth, but they chose not to promote the truth. They chose to promote lies instead because that benefits Satan. They chose to promote hate instead because that benefits Satan. Promote sin because that benefits Satan. So, Mm -hmm. You know, people are like, oh, well, this is the Old Testament, this, yada, yada, yada. Okay, no, this is, <laughs> this. just think of how much, so talk about the Old Testament, about Moses, right? Being mm -hmm. people put to death without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. No, just think about how much worse now. Right. Now, after Christ even. Right. Just think how much worse the punishment will be for those who have trampled on the Son of God and who have treated the blood of the covenant. That's not the no old covenant, the blood of the covenant. Through his sacrifice. Precious blood. Okay? That covenant, Perfect which blood. made us holy as if it were common and unholy. So, like, being disrespectful and, and not, not appreciating that sacrifice and then still not following him and trying to please him. All of that. And, and purposely continuing to sin. Yes. Deliberately continue sinning after we know the truth. After we reveal and understand his sacrifice to us. Right. And have insulted and disdained the Holy Spirit. Who brings God's mercy to us? So the Holy Spirit brings God's mercy to us. Right, right, right. So if the Holy Spirit brings God's mercy to us, and we are doing everything and just being disrespectful to the Holy Spirit and not trying to receive the Holy Spirit, then what? What is the mercy? Is that all the mercy there, right. or are you rejecting some of the mercy? Because I mean, that's what that says to me. Who brings the Holy Spirit brings God's mercy to us? Yes. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm so, and this is where judgment comes in. This is where the fire, the fire comes in to bring judgment because this, this, this right here, this right here, cannot be permitted. Cannot be permitted. We we just can't go on just doing any and everything and and acting like oh God's grace and mercy is just gonna just like yes His grace and mercy does save but are you gonna take you gonna continue to just just trust and just just. Like, how you know some grace? Like, how do you know the level of grace has been extended to you? How do you know? Right. We don't know. We don't so, know. So, like, why take that chance to just continue to willfully, knowingly participate in, in sin and, and not say, you know what? That's enough. Right? Why press that envelope? Because what this says right here talks about God's judgment and how he's not pleased and he's not happy when we just knowingly continue to do things and not surrender to the spirit of God. Because the Holy Spirit is what brings the mercy. So if you're not in a place where you need to be to receive that, then you you affect your mercy level. You're facing and the grace judgment. Level. <laughs> and First Corinthians chapter three thirteen mm -hmm. just talks about that. Mm -hmm. But on the day, but on the judgment day, fire fire will reveal what kind of work each builder has done. The fire will show if a person works, if a person's work has any value. First Corinthians three thirteen, mm -hmm. but on the judgment day, fire will reveal what kind of work each builder has done. The fire will show if a person's work has any value. So the fire reveals too, right? 
Transparency. Mm -hmm. Transparency. So it's not up to you to decide if your work is good enough to get you to heaven. No, you can't go do some good deeds and just, you know, and you feel like, oh, just because morally, from my understanding, morally, what I'm doing is good. That's good enough to get me to heaven. No, that's not the case. Because when you stand before God, you are going to be examined. You are going to be, uh, 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 you're going to be refined by the fire. You're, you are going to be judged by the fire to determine if your work has any value to the kingdom. So value to the kingdom, value to Christ's kingdom. If it's just value on this earth and that's it, it's in vain. And that's what the scripture said, don't store your treasure on this earth. So fire, judgment. We talk about God, the God of love all the time. But what about the God of wrath, the God of judgment, the God of fire, Christ? Let's come back to judge this world. To either scorch his enemies or refine those who are called by his name. Yep. You know what? And to go based off of that right there, what you just said, this is uh, Hebrews 12, 28 and 29 in the message version. And I have this because it just... It clearly said what you just said. So, do you see what we've got? An unshakable kingdom. And do you see how thankful we must be? Not only thankful, but brimming with worship, deeply reverent before God. For God is not an indifferent bystander. He's actively cleaning house, torching all that needs to be burned, mm -hmm. and he won't quit until it's all cleansed. Mm -hmm. God himself is fire. That's right. That's right. That's right. Fire. The axe is at the tree, at the root of the tree. Any tree that doesn't bear good fruit is mm -hmm. getting chopped down, it's getting chopped down and thrown into the fire. Mm -hmm. So here it is. God himself is fire. So anything that's in his path, anything that's in his vicinity, either you're going to be refined for more glory, for his glory, or you are going to be scorched as the enemy. Whether you like it or not, whether you agree with it or not, whether you believe it or not, it's gonna happen, and there's nothing you, you can there's nothing we can say about that to stop it from happening. So don't let the world deceive you into thinking that hell is not real. Because you have churches, you have churches and doctrines that preach that hell is not real. You have Joel Osteen church that never talks about conviction of sin or repentance. Just everything is just paradise and just beautiful and just God just wants you to win. God just wants you to be just great, be the best you, be you can be. And God just wants you to just come in here as you are and leave as you are. Read this. And read this. this. And here's your affirmations. This God, God is just, he just wants you to succeed. He just wants you to be just great. No, God wants us to. Change our filthy ways. To be a living sacrifice. Be a living sacrifice. Change our hearts. Change our sinful nature. 
Because we were born, we are born into sin. Only him can save us from our flesh. Only his spirit can save us from our flesh, can save us from sin. Only his spirit. So if somebody's telling you that all you need is to just come to church and just read and just and just read the word, but not do some self-work, like repent, come before God in, in spirit and truth, asking him to completely transform you into his image. If there's no church preaching that to you, then you have a problem. Don't follow the new age movement churches. Don't follow the churches that tell you that hell is not real, that you won't get judged for your sin. Now we all fall short before God, but it's our duty to dust ourselves up, repent, ask God for forgiveness, stay in his presence, stay in his face, stay with his spirit. Don't let his spirit depart from you because without his spirit, you are good as dead. His spirit is life. The same spirit that we're talking about, the spirit that is consuming fire, the God who is fire, that same spirit, that same spirit, that breath of life that we breathe today, that breath of life came, life came from him, came out of his nostril. He breathed his spirit in us and gave us life. So when his spirit is not in us, you are just a walking dead. You are a walking zombie. When you are not being led by his spirit, you are just a zombie. You are just eating whatever filth you can eat. Garbage, trash. You are just going to and fro with no direction. You are just consuming whatever garbage Satan has put out into this world. That's why we need his spirit to resurrect us from the zombie state of life to eternal life. True life. And in order for that to be done, you have to be quickened by the Holy Ghost fire. Holy Ghost fire. The Holy Ghost fire has to quicken your heart. Because when we are in that zombie state of mind, you have a heart of stone. You can't receive life. You can't, you don't have brain to think because Satan got your brain. The world got your brain. The world tell you what to think, what to feel, what to wear, what to say. Mm -hmm. So we have to, we have to be mindful that our God is a consuming fire. Our God is a God of judgment. And not only is he just a devouring fire, but he's a jealous God too. In Deuteronomy 4.24 says, The Lord, your God, is a devouring fire. He is a jealous God. All right? So let's not, let's not forget that. Right. Right. And then you have, let me just say something about that. You have people that, you have people want to say, Oh, how can he be God and, and, and still be a jealous God? Uh, why, why, if, he, if, he's so, if he's so much of a God, why is he jealous? Why, who? Um, excuse me? First of all, what, what, what thing, who, who are you to question him? What have you created? What have you created to question him? Everything belongs to him. 
Everything is all his creation. And if he says certain things he don't like, he don't like it. Whether you like it or not, agree with it or not, accept it or not, he doesn't like it. So now, if you don't do what he, what, what he asks you to do, you all going to face his wrath. So he can be a jealous God because the credit that he deserved for being the true and living God, the holy God, the only true and living God, the credit that he deserved for everything. When you take that credit and give that to the universe, give that to the moon, give that to the stars, give that, give that to your zodiac signs, give that to uh, 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 Buddha, give that to Allah, give that to uh, 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 whatever deities out there. Yes, he is upset. Yes, he's telling you, no, don't do that. Because they, even those false gods, those false things, even they will test and tell you not to do that. Because he is the true and living God, the only God. Everything in nature is in obedience to him. Even Satan is in obedience to him. Satan knows exactly where his Satan power ends. He knows how far his Satan power, Satan knows how far his power goes. He knows. He knows when it comes to God, he, he's only, Satan is only allowed to do what God allowed him, allowed him to do. Satan knows. So everything is in God's order except men. So when you take the glory of God and you give that to, to, to Buddha, give that to Allah, give that to the universe, give, give that to the moon, the, 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 the earth, give that to the zodiac signs, yes, he's a jealous God. He doesn't want that. You are in trouble for doing that. Repent. Ask God for forgiveness and come back to him and give him what's his. Mm -hmm. Amen. We know that... <laughs> I think we, we, I think by now you should get it, right? We should understand that God is a consuming fire. Um, and you mentioned a few minutes ago too about Him burning up everything that's everything that's in His way. Um, and Psalm fifty, verse three says, "Our God approaches and He is not silent, for fire devours devours everything in His way, um, and a great storm rages around Him." So, you know. That's that's pretty much who he is, and so it's just extremely important just to to have like readjust your mindset about who our father is, who he is, um, and and you know really put some respect on his name. Put some respect on his name because he is not playing. He is not playing. Yeah. Isaiah sixty six fifteen. Yeah. See, the Lord is coming with fire, and his chariots are like a whirlwind. Mm -hmm. He will bring down his anger with fury and his and his rebuke with flames of fire. So he's not playing. And it, like we've only given you guys a few scriptures about him being pretty much referred to or described to as uh, as fire. Right. There's like endless um, New and Old Testament. OK, so. That's who he is. That is who he is. Uh-huh. Absolutely. And and yeah. now, now look at the world that we live in. We're living in. Now, when the world, when God first judged the world, he judged the world with water first. Mm -hmm. So they they 
this this sinful state of time that we're in where it's sin everywhere, every good thing is upside down and every bad thing has been lifted up. This sinful error that we're in right now, there was once a time in the days of Noah that this world, this world was judged where the Lord had to clean up the filthiness of this world. And he did that with water. Judged the world with water and wiped, and wiped it clean. And he promised not to destroy or judge the world or destroy the world by water again. But the final judgment is going to be with fire. This time not with water. And this fire that's coming, there's no water on the earth to put it out. There's no nothing. Not, there's no water on the earth in the heavens anywhere to put this fire out. You cannot. You can put the whole world fire department together. There's no the fire that's coming. There's no fire on this earth that's hot enough or hot compared to that fire that's coming. That fire that's coming is forever burning fire, forever burning fire because that's who the living God is. He's a consuming fire. So we look at the world. Half of the West Coast been burning up. Disasters everywhere. Storms and waves and tsunamis and wiping out cities and wiping out towns. Plagues all over the place. People getting sick. People getting sick. People dying like flies. Wars. Rumors of wars. Hate everywhere more than ever before. Judgment upon the world. His judgment, his wrath upon the world. This is his wrath upon the world for the world sinful nature, refusing to repent and turn to God. He's judging the world. So then we have the fire, we have the fire consuming most places around the world. We have volcanoes erupting and spewing a whole lava river into towns and burning up towns. But guess what the world call it? Global warming. They won't call it the judgment of God. They won't call it wrath. Because guess what? We trust Satan to be the one to break, break the news to us. Break God's news to us. We, we have gone from the Bible. We have gone from reading the Bible and getting our direct information, getting our direct information from the source himself, the Lord himself, to now trusting in the world, trusting the TV, trusting the, the, the reporters to tell us what's really going on in the Bible, what's going on in the world. When we know that Satan native tongue is a lie, can't tell the truth. So instead of saying, oh, it's judgment, to judge the world for its sinful natures, sinful ways, we need to repent. We need to come back to God as a nation, as a world. They were telling us that, oh, it's global warming. Yeah. And then when plagues, when plagues happen, like COVID-19, said, oh, that was a virus that was leaked out in the lab of Wuhan. <clears throat> now, um, somebody, God had allowed it to happen. For judgment to, to wake this world up, to let this world know that, hey, you don't run anything. You think you, you thought you had it, but you don't. I could stop this in a second if I want to. I'm giving you more opportunity to repent. 
to turn from your wicked ways, to humble yourself and come back to me. That's why I haven't judged the whole entire world. But the judgment is getting closer and closer to each and every person's doorsteps. And the angel of death has been released into the world to take to, 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 to snatch whatever soul, whatever tree that's not bearing good fruit, to snatch it. So any tree, mm -hmm, Robert, any, Robert. any 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 household or any that's not any household or any 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 individuals that's not covered by the spirit of Christ. You are exposed to death. You know what? Right there, I got something for that right there, boo. Okay. John 15 and 6. It says, if you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and what? Burned. That's right. So. That's right. That's pretty much what you just said right there. That's right. So. That's right. And is and, 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 and this is. This is the, the ripe season. It's ripe. The, 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 the gathering is happening. These, those branches are being gathered right now for the flame. Those branches are being gathered right now. Some of them have, have, have been burning. But some of them have been left for second chances. Repentance. Turn to God. And that's why we're still here. We're still breathing this breath, this 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 breath of life. Those who are left to be to breathe this breath of life each and every day, we have to re re examine ourselves with God, reaffirm ourselves with His Spirit. Mm -hmm. This day and time, this this thing that we're facing, this evil in this world that we're facing, the deception in this world that we're facing, the lies in this world that we're facing, the demons in this world that we're facing. You need the Spirit of God, the spirit of Christ, the spirit of the most high to get you through, get you out, to guide you, show you how to maneuver through this time. Good deeds won't do it. College education won't do it. Your submission to this world won't do it. Believing the government, believing in the president, believing Dr. Fauci won't do it. They don't have the answers. They won't tell you the truth. They will stir, they will, they, their mission is to steer you away from God. So now you have all this nonsense that's going on in the world. Same-sex marriages. You got the school being doctrinated to teach our kids about the same-sex stuff. When God already showed example of what he did with similar situation in the Bible. Consumed, consumed Sodom and Gomorrah yeah. with fire. Genesis nineteen twenty four. Then the Lord rained down fire and burning sulfur from the sky on Sodom and Gomorrah. So now we see that only a fool will see or hear what happened. Oh, this, first of all, this worse now where we are now. Like we we know that. <laughs> that stuff was crazy loose and all kinds of stuff was going on then but like this stuff now with technology and with medicine and all the things that DNA changing like this is far worse um, 
far, far, far worse than, than it was then. Yep. Just as yeah. in the days of Noah. Yeah. Because just as in the days of Noah will be, will be just, and, and that's the time we're living in where technology has increased DNA changing, uh, DNA slices, um, you know, cloning. Uh, cloning, you know, just tr men trying to play God, Satan trying to play God. He's been trying to play God this whole time since. He's been trying to play God and he's felt every time. Now he's deceived a lot of the world, but he's filled when it comes to God. He's filled because he knows he's filled, he's lost when it comes to God. His mission is to deceive men. And when men give him, give Satan that chance to share his confusion with men or accept Satan into their household, their lives, of course Satan is going to come and take over with more deception. So we look at the nations that turn their backs against God in rebellion and sin, that God had to do something about it. We look at those nations in the past, Babylon. We look at Egypt. And then we look at America. And we look at the world. So America, look at look at where America is right now. Look at where the world is right now. And you don't think this world deserves to be judged? You want this world to keep going the way it is? Judgment is here. Judgment is here. And every single soul needs to make sure that they're right with God. Right with Christ. Because on that day, when that day, when that day comes, on that day, every single person, whether you believe it or not, whether you believe Christ or not, whether you accept him or not, you will have to answer to him. So whether it's Old Testament or New Testament, it all really says the same thing. I'm going to read a couple of scriptures real quick. It says, Isaiah 66 and 16 says, For with fire and with his sword, the Lord will execute judgment on all people, and many will be those slain by the Lord. I'm going to read that one more time. I'm going to read the next one. It says, For with fire and with his sword, the Lord will execute judgment on all people, and many will be those slain by the Lord. Are we talking about Christ? We are. The same, the same the Lamb same of God? Lamb. Yep. And the love of God? Yep. Revelations 20 and 15 says, Any one whose name... Now this now we're talking about we're talking about you know the wicked and, and, and judgment, okay? So anyone whose name was not found written in the book of life was thrown into the lake of what? Fire. Okay. Revelations 20 and 15, that's what that, that scripture is. So mm -hmm. I mean that's judgment and fire. Mm -hmm. <laughs> judgment and fire. And who's doing the who's doing the judgment? Christ. Okay. So like like that, like that is still there, right? Mm -hmm. And in, in this right here, it's not like saying, oh, but remember all that the Lord is gracing you with, right? And it's going to excuse you for. Like, doesn't have that scripture like right in there. We know that, that he is extending grace to us every day. Like every day that we get to breathe and live, like that is grace. And we know that he gives us that. But like, 
why just take your chance? Just like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to continue to do this. Oh, I have time. Oh, I'm going to get myself right eventually. Oh, I'm still not done having fun yet. I still want to do me some more. Then I'll settle down and get my, get my life over to Christ for real. Then I'll be serious about the Lord. Like, no, like we don't have time. Like we do not have time. Like now is the time to repent and surrender to the Lord. Accept him as your Lord and Savior. Surrender for real and receive his spirit and move forward in the Lord. That is the time. Now is the time for that because you don't know when we won't have any more time. Tomorrow isn't promised. Yeah, or when, you, when we don't have more time or when there is no more time and when you have no more time left. So don't just, don't be a grace abuser and just be like, oh, well, the Lord's going to forgive me. Everything's going to be good. Like you don't know how far his grace is going to extend to you. So do not take those those chances. Just at least focus on, on him and striving to be like him and striving to please him and striving to just operate by his Holy Spirit every day um, and die to self every day. Like, that's where you need to be. Let me tell you something. This world doesn't value you. This world do not value you. No matter how much you have contributed to this world, no matter what you've given to this world, done for this world, this world doesn't value you. This world rewards for, for your contribution to this world is for you to end up in hell. We're sitting this right next to him. That's the world uh, 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 goals and destiny for your life. This world does not value you. This world wants you to end up in hell next to Satan. So everything that is designed from the if, from the school, from the education, from the government, from 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 the religious uh, 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 doctrines, everything that's designed by Satan of this world. It's designed to send you to hell. And Satan will deceive you by giving you, you know, some 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 folks end up with fortune and fame. Some folks end up with degrees and accolades and titles and, you know, get little breadcrumbs of, you know, luxurious life because of their commitment and their uh, 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 obedience to the system, obedience to the world. You know, Satan will give you a little, 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 little pass here and there. You know, and you just think you would just thrive. Rewards. Rewards. He would reward you, you know, and you just think you just thriving in this world. And you just think that you got it made. But guess what? He's setting you up for death, setting you up for, for, for destruction. Think about all the greatest actors and actresses that passed through Hollywood. Most of them ended up on drugs, drugs overdosed. Most of them got fortune and fame, but couldn't enjoy it. Most of them got demon-possessed. Demon-possessed. And the world calls that mentally ill. Mentally, me mental illness. But the Bible calls it demon possession. Global climate uh, judgment upon the earth. Um, fire burning up half of California. Disaster all over the place. Mm -hmm. Judgment upon the earth. The world calls it global warming. So the world sets the world setting people up for failure, setting people up for death and destruction, setting people up for hell. So the places where you're supposed to repent and turn to God, the world is telling you, no, it's okay. It's fine. You no, know, this is not because of your sin. This is because of the earth. This is because of, of, of us not being clean and taking, taking care of the earth. How are you going to take care of the earth when you can't even take care of yourself? 
How are you going to take and correct the earth and, and fix the earth when you can't even fix yourself with God? How are you so concerned about taking care of the earth when you don't even value the life of a human being that, 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 that means so much to God? How are you so concerned about um, 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 taking care of the earth when your main goal is to make sure that more people end up in hell? Your main goal is to make God upset. The things that the Lord, the Holy Lord of Israel say he doesn't like. It's the things that this world promotes. It's the things that, that this world rewards. So, I'm sorry. I'm not listening to this world. I've heard everything you had to say. And you are disqualified from leadership, world. Because so far you have done everything to keep me further away from God. So far you have done everything to destroy my life. So far you've done everything to confuse me, to not know the truth. So I don't want to hear what the government has to say. I don't want to hear what the doctors and Fauci and his friends and cronies have to say. I don't want to hear what the Pope has to say. Because you saying right there in the cathedral, gold ceilings and high, saying up top on your balcony, when all this disaster is going on in this world, you have no comment on it. When you have your priests and all these putting, through, putting these little boys through hell. I'm sorry, I don't want to hear anything you have to say, Pope. Because you can't, you can't, you can't resolve, you can't, you cannot resolve COVID-19. If you can't resolve COVID-19, you're not displaying any divine power from the most high to get rid of COVID-19 or have answers for COVID-19. You have to go in hiding from COVID-19. Pope Francis, I'm sorry. You're disqualified. That whole church, that whole Vatican church need to be shut down completely. And stop sending those little boys over there. Stop sending these little boys over there. So, get right with God. Get right with Christ. Get right with him. Get right with his spirit. Because guess what? Judgment is here. Whether you like it or not. There's no time to play dumb anymore. We don't have time to play being deceived. Oh, Satan deceived me. Oh, he is deceiving, but guess what? You don't have to be deceived if you choose to. If you choose to accept God into your life, you repent, get baptized, if you accept the Holy Spirit, guess what? That Holy Ghost fire, that consuming fire, that fire of transparency, that fire of refinery will refine you. Will renew you, renew your mind. Will remove your hearts of stone, replace it with hearts of flesh, give you life. Make you a new creature. Now you walk this earth, you can see as God see. Hear as God hear, speak as God speak. Command things to happen as God would. Because now you're being led by the spirit of Christ. And pretty much Matthew 3. Verse 11, right? It talks about baptizing by the fire, right? So I baptize you with water for repentance. But after me 
comes one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. There you go. There you go. That's Matthew 3, verse 11. There you go. So, of course, the earthly demonstration of baptism has to happen. So, John, that's where John played his role. But then now the spiritual baptism where you are marked by this burning fire in you of the Holy Spirit for the kingdom of God. Where you are on fire for the kingdom of God. And that fire burns in you. That baptism is done by Christ. So, here we go, here we go again back to this fire thing. The Lord is a consuming fire. Everything is going to be tried through the fire. Everything. Everything. Heaven and earth will be. Heaven and earth will pass, will pass away. Only God's word. God's word never will pass away. It stands and stays forever. That word is Christ. That word is life. So don't. Don't get. Don't get tripped up. In this world. Don't get sidetracked in this world. Don't get distracted in this world. And forget. The, forget the creator. That we have to return to. The God that created us. And gave us life. And sent us into this world. Whether you believe in him or not. Guess what. He holds you accountable. To return to him. So when you don't do your part. On this earth to return to him. It's not excusable. And the real question you have to ask yourself, and we have to ask ourselves if we haven't surrendered. Why have I not surrendered? Ask yourself that question. Why have I not surrendered? Because we've gone through all the aspects of fire. Right, about how God is a consuming fire. But, and we understand, we talk about judgment and what will happen, who he is. But now we're talking about salvation and being renewed by the Holy Ghost fire. And so you have to get to that place where you're ready to surrender and you want to be saved. That you realize that there's a dependence, like you need him. And that without him, you can do nothing. And so you have to be at that place where you are ready to surrender, um, ready to repent, and ready to receive his spirit. That's what needs to happen. Um, and when you do that, your life will never be the same. Will never be the same. To be able that fire, like you will then have the kingdom of God in you. You will then have the fire. You will have that. You will be a part of that. Amen. But what's holding you back from receiving his right. spirit and his and his fire? Right. I'd rather, I'd rather have the fire in me and be a part of the fire than be burnt by the fire. That's right. Destroyed by the fire. That's right? right. Let the fire purify me and transform me versus burn me and right. destroy me. Right. And so do you want to be transformed by the fire or do you want to be burned and destroyed Eternally by the fire. 
Forever. Forever. Now, there's a transformation by the fire that happens where our, our flesh is crucified and, and, and burnt, right? And we become a new creature and rise up in him. But that's the refining fire. Right, right. Not the destruct, destructing, eternal destruction of fire. The Holy Ghost fire is needed in us to burn the sin of our flesh. Mm -hmm. To burn this flesh. This flesh it has to be burned. So when we are convicted... When we are convicted and the Holy Spirit is checking us, yeah. that's the burning. You that's how, the refining. You know, how, you know how like a piece of skin gets burned, right? Mm -hmm. And it comes back. Mm -hmm. The new skin comes. Uh-huh. Right? And so that's that's like a, that's not a total destruction. Now, mm -hmm. you be in the fire too long the wrong way, you ain't no coming back. Your skin is, is a wrap, right? Mm -hmm. It's the levels burn, it's levels of, 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 of burn. Mm -hmm. First degree burn, second degree burn, third degree, right? It's different levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some some levels you don't come back from. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but this this fire is a refining fire that mm -hmm. that like you said takes away our flesh and brings back the spirit, brings us back through the spirit, mm -hmm. um, through the Holy Ghost fire. And so um, we want to have the fire in us um, to use and operate in the fire that He's given us. It's like the the example I gave of if you know anything about Mario Brothers and the fire, right? Like being on fire and having the fire, the balls of fire, being able to throw those. And, and, and us being able to throw that fire, it really, how that manifests in the, in the physical is us being able to, to, to operate beyond even what Christ did, where we can speak things and boom, done. Where we can touch people and heal people, boom, done. Um, where we can speak a word and, 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 and speak into people's spirits and they can be saved and delivered and set free. So like that's the fire that we, we have and we operate in. Mm -hmm. We have that fire. Mm -hmm. So the question is, are you going to have the fire and operate beyond even what Christ did with the fire? Or are you going to be burnt and destroyed and killed by the fire? That's that's the, the question that you have to decide. Right. And, 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 and let me get this clear. Get this clear. Hell and fire wasn't created for men. It was created for Satan and his fallen angels. So God ain't created help for men to go to hell. He did not. That was set for Satan. But because of our choices, choosing disobedience, choosing Satan, choosing this world over him, we have chose, we have ushered ourselves into hell also with Satan. But hell wasn't intended for man at all. It was just for Satan. Satan knows that. But because Satan knows he can't touch God, he can't reach God, he can't change what God has said about his faith. All he can do now is influence men in the world and lead them to hell. That's why, you know, broad is the way that leads to destruction, you know, and narrow is the way that leads to Christ, leads, leads to the Father. So we have Christ as that narrow way, that narrow path back to the Most High. Apart from him, nobody else can get to the Most High. Not no Islam, not no Allah, not no Buddha, not no any other. No one. No one. Come there except through him. That's it. Not no Catholic Church, not no Pope, not no none of that. So we have to ask ourselves. We have to ask ourselves. 
who are we believing right now? Who are we listening to right now? Who are we following right now? And if it's the government, if it's politicians, if it's the Democrats, if it's Republicans, if it's your professor, you have to you have to ask what source is that person getting their information from? And if, if that source is not from the most high, you need to remove yourself from it. You just need to be seeking it right now in this time. You need to just be seeking, seeking the Lord a hundred percent and leaning on him and, and receiving his spirit and then leaning on him for all instruction and direction. Um, and that's where you, that's, that's where you need to be. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But and 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 now and for those who are starting who don't already know how to do this on their own, of course we need some encouragement, need some support. Mm-hmm. Whoever's gonna encourage you and give you that support, make sure that source is coming from the most high. Not coming from something else or somewhere else. Because out of the frying pan, you don't want to jump into the fire. Mm-hmm. Because now you don't know and you want to, you are vulnerable, open it to, you just, you, you want God, you want to see God. But now this, this wolf in sheep's clothing, this predator have observed and see exactly what you need, have come as that. But then it, that's. Which means that what's going to be important is praying for discernment. Exactly. So when you if you if you're fresh and you're like, okay, you know what, and you're just hungry, you don't want to just be going after and listening to anything. So it's gonna be even the more important that you pray and ask the Lord to give you discernment. And read your word to get to know him. Because there's so much out there that is ready to deceive you. Um and that will say certain key words, right? And because Satan knows the word Satan knows how to to snag you up and they might say little key words and they might speak as we speak. They might use words that that are in the Bible. Exactly. Um, but you have to ask for discernment so that you can pick up things in the spirit and the Lord can show you what's real and what's not, what's of him and what's not, because everything is not always what it seems. And we know that um, Satan will, you know, dress up like a sheep. Masquerade as the angel of light. Yeah. So. Pray for the, what he's saying is just pretty much you need to be praying for the sermon and asking for direction um, as far as like who you're listening to and who you're attaching yourself with. And it's extremely, extremely important because if you're, especially if you're at a vulnerable state, it's easy for somebody to just um, mis- mislead you um, and trick you. So be extremely diligent. And then fruits, and then yeah. fruits, the fruit of the spirit. You make sure that, you know, the fruit of the spirit lines up with with the Bible, mm-hmm. because this deception is going on, and be be mindful, be mindful, and be aware. Read the word, read the word, read the word to learn about God. Learn about Him first. Read the word to learn about God. Learn about His His characteristics, His attributes, the things that makes Him happy, things that makes Him upset. Get to know Him in that way. Pray and talk to Him. And you know what? And if you're just starting out too, like there's so many different translations that like, I remember when I first 
started, I think I, I was reading like the English standard version at first. Well, not, not growing up, but like when I actually for myself started like studying and, 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 and reading the word. Um, but I had to grow to be able to have understanding through the spirit um, in different translations. But there's uh, many translations um, that will help you understand what the word is saying. And right. And then you can always read it in one translation and go back and read it in a different translation. And so I know that's what I do a, a lot of times when I'm like, you know what, I wonder what it says in a different translation. And that's why, like, even today, um, we gave you a couple of different translations because it, it they say different things, um, but ultimately will mean the same thing, um, kind of, most of the time. Um, but so anyway, just be, re be reading and be, be, be studying um, and continue to seek the Lord. Uh, but ultimately, those questions that I said, ask, ask yourself those questions um, and be honest with yourself and get where you need to be with the Lord, because we are running out of time. So, Absolutely. But, but that's pretty much what we have. Um, if you have any questions or comments, you know, I'll, uh, I will put the, uh, the email address in there as well um, and feel free to reach out to us. But you guys be blessed, um, be amazing in the Lord. And just seek the Lord. And I'm excited for those who who are about to be free. Um, and about to be be free in the Lord. Um, yeah, stay yeah. prayed up. Yeah. Stay stay on fire for the Lord. Stay on fire stay on fire for the kingdom. And I mean, that's it. All right. Be blessed.